0: Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Do you have to play Santa to some children this year and want to forget that that happened later after you've done it? Pickney (laughs) Bend Distillery might be for you. Do you want to perhaps be asked to play Santa and then get maybe too drunk to show up? Well, then Pickney Bend might be the one for you. (laughs) Do you want to cosplay Bad Santa this year? Because we have a solution for you. (laughs) Man, that movie was so good. Remember when oh, we played yeah, that at Blockbuster and then yeah. got quite yelled at by the manager for playing I mean, that at Blockbuster? Yeah, I mean there are there are there are parts of that movie that you know even I have to look away from, but that's you know, I think for I think customers are a little more accepting of that kind of stuff. Um Yeah. Not the I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you if, if I if I was if I lived in this region of the country, which I do then um and i was looking to you know get somebody get the uh the the lush on my list something for uh, for christmas i would just i would just uh scoot right down there to pinkney bend and uh pick up a couple little bottles and make somebody's christmas very merry i don't know if this is the right whiskey for the lush in your life because they're not gonna appreciate it <laughs> the way that it deserves to be appreciated <laughs> Maybe like maybe like wake up the lush in your life with a little bit of the Pinkney Ben, so it's the first thing they get. You know, it's it is kind of a that's true. Yeah, it's like yeah. like it's like a brunch whiskey. It is kind of a brunch. whiskey. It is actually kind of a brunch whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely drink Pinkney Ben whiskey with brunch, and uh, and so should um, the person who drinks to excess in your life. <laughs> Boy. Could have sworn they told us specifically not to send yes. <laughs> I think I think we have not <laughs> followed their instruction. They gave us they give us so few notes and um we have disregarded all of them. Uh <laughs> Pick me Ben is is the best stuff out there, and they are a very kind and forgiving sponsor. So please please go check them out. At P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D.com. If you're in the Midwest, you might be able to get them in your store. If not. Check them out online. Ask them how you can uh, find them, and uh, you know if you go a few episodes back, you'll get a real good pro tip from a former UPS store employee about uh, how you can make that magic happen. Uh, thank you, Picney Ben, for <laughs> for your unwavering support. And please, everyone, enjoy enjoy Ben very responsibly. <laughs> do you think we'll ever do an ad that will end and be like, "Wow, that was that was right over the plate"? Yeah. Ha, <laughs> American night. You chose, back, in the, back in the old U.S. You chose Germany last time. Yep. So this is mm-hmm. American night with the vengeance. Mm-hmm. This is super week? American night. We'll have nothing next week. Next week, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, and this will not. <laughs> but next week <laughs> is a bit of a hybrid, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Between those those two great nations, um, somewhere in the middle of the ocean. I, I don't. I don't know yep. what that. Okay. <laughs> God, ocean ghost would be awesome. I Wonder if there's an ocean ghost. There, like I know there's a lot of ghosts on boats. Is there an ocean yeah. ghost story? Let's just see. It's all going to be like just on boats. Urban We're talking about like legends of the sea mm-hmm. from oceanconservancy.org. That's a .org, so <laughs> that just screams legitimacy. <laughs> they don't give those out to anybody. That's right. I guess our. Um, our ghost, our, our ghost island, <laughs> our deer island episode was sort of a sea story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were ghosts without boats. Mm-hmm. Baltic fitting. Sea Anomaly. Mm. These aren't ghosts, though. Yeah. that's That sounds more like flaming ball in the sky type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's now five best ocean ghost stories to scare your friends. Do mm-hmm. these look real. That's a ship. That's a ship. This one's a ship. Fourth one's a ship. Fifth one, also a ship. Hmm. Yeah. Any listeners out there have a story of an ocean ghost that does not involve a boat? Oh man, maybe like a ghost whale. Mm (laughs) I mean, Patrick, come on, you can't (laughs) you can't throw ghost whale out there. I'm going to be too excited to focus. (laughs) If anyone has a story about an ocean ghost that is not yeah that is not ship locked, uh, we need to hear about that immediately. Mm -hmm. I'm working on setting up a new email address for us that um, makes we have an sense. email address no not yet no <laughs> i'm working on it um and for, i mean it's like a five minute thing to do but i just I'm um, i'm so busy who has time I, who has time I, really? no one's got time no one's got time yeah. i gotta record this podcast mm-hmm. but, but eventually podcast for like what? six hours yeah yeah there's a cat he's going so slowly up the stairs what's he doing he's like he's he's 18 years old in <laughs> in people years oh, boy and or or is that is he 18 he's, he's 18 he's 18 he's 18 yeah, in our he's 18. timeline yeah exactly but in a cat's timeline he's like 115 120 something like well, that He's moving pretty so, good man well i don't think i'll be doing any stairs when i'm 115 no um but if you have a ocean ghost you you can you know what you can do is you can go to um, you can go to the apple podcast and you give us five star review and say hey by the way since i gave you this five star review how about this ocean ghost that i know about and tell us and we'll do it that's a good mm-hmm. way to get in touch and you can make the fucking thing up i really don't care that's totally <laughs> oh funny. that that is not a yeah being true is not a requisite for this for this show <laughs> just me being able to speak of it as if it were true that is mm-hmm. the only that's the only rule mm-hmm. that we have here yeah vague legitimacy yeah uh, like very vague legitimacy that's it, that's the criteria. yeah and like it's kind of the more characters the better because like, we got we're trying to hit like a 45 minute 60 minute kind of timeline here so that's that that's helpful uh. there oh oh there's one more uh, one more bit of business before we get into the episode today Pat. Oh really oh. I looked at the analytics for our show for the first time um ever today mm-hmm. and uh and I I'm just going to say it we have literally hundreds of listeners <laughs> <laughs> Why? And <laughs> why? I don't, I mean, it's, God bless them. Yeah, it's, I, it's something, and, uh, it's not what I was expecting to find when I went in there. So I would just like to take a minute to say, hello, everybody. And thank you so much for listening, um, to this weird experiment of, um, of grown men telling each other ghost stories, uh, while drinking whiskey in basements. <laughs> <laughs> um, and since we're. Mm. Since we're getting some notoriety, which you know, since we're pretty, pretty popular now, mm-hmm. um, I was wondering, like, we one thing we should talk about. Maybe this is an off-air conversation, but no, um, why not? I mean, we've got time. That's right. Yeah, people are really listening to this, so why not? <laughs> one thing we should talk about is like, should we do like a real intro where we talk about like where we mention the name of the show and like what it is and stuff, like a like real podcasters do. Now that's oh. not really our vibe no but i mean we could probably record something really stupid and just play it very loud at the beginning of each episode <laughs> the louder the better yeah. i think for that sort of thing <laughs> yeah what would be great would be if you could take like short little clips from the past 20 episodes and just like you know overlay them on top of oh, each man. other like the like like the intro to a to a 90s sitcom where it just shows like highlights some episodes you're like oh i remember that episode i remember that you should do that except okay you know when we have an intern, that is the first thing we should let them do. That feels like a whole lot of work. Um, all right. So I wrote something down here. What, I'll, just, I'll try it, and then you you let me know. you, you And we can workshop. This is a, We can workshop. We have a few minutes here. We can workshop this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not all recording right. this, so. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> all right. Tell me how this sounds. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell my friend Patrick Dean a real ghost story from real history, and he absolutely disrespects it in every way possible. It's fair. It's honest. Mm-hmm. I like it. it. It uses both of our last names, which probably isn't very smart, but you know. This is, uh... <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> hey, everybody. I'm Clayton. And this is my friend Patrick. You with know, such a pause in, like it's not, people know. I'm leaving a blank there so they know there is a last name, I'm just not or, saying it. It's or like so a, that in the future you can change it to a different one to kind of throw them off the side. Oh, that's, that's a good that's, idea. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is Clayton, Aaron, Alfred, Absalom. Yep. Um. That's all I got. What do you think? It's good. good. I like it a lot. Okay. So we could start every episode like that, right? Yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah, just, okay. like just saying that every time, or are you, you going to record it at some point? Um, <laughs> well, I recorded mine, and oh, since you didn't okay. have any lines in that, I guess that that's going to work. I'm going to put that in yeah, there. And exactly. We'll see how it goes. And so, you know, people, the, if you're listening to this and you have uh, you have feedback, just send it to Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, he is on Twitter <laughs> forever. <laughs> I think uh, he's a he's he's a he's an eight dollar a month blue check mark. Uh, I think I, I am going down with the ship. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting any money. Into the Titanic, but I'm definitely going down with the <laughs> ship because I'd really like to hear uh, uh, how, the, uh, how the orchestra finishes here. So. That's right. And uh, you can be part of that orchestra by mm-hmm. telling Patrick why you think the intro could be better. <laughs> uh, but seriously, thank you to everybody listening. It's, um, it's really kind of mind-blowing <laughs> that that mm-hmm. has happened, and, uh, yeah. and I love that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to like kink shame anybody, but I'm still <laughs> really not sure why y'all are here. Good for you, though, I guess. Good for you. Good for us. Um, good for Pinckney Bend, really. Yeah, really good for Yeah. 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 Of all people. Yeah, the, the people that really got it in the ground floor. <laughs> Pinckney Bend. God. They must have seen something in us that neither of us did. So. That's right. Good That's for right. them. they really, they're really in us from the get go. Uh, all right. <clears throat> well, let's. I, this is a ghost podcast, uh, as the intro has has suggested. So. As <laughs> the excessively loud intro is claimed. <laughs> so let's get to it. Mm-hmm. So let's get to it. Abraham Lincoln was born on February 12, 1809 in the state of Indiana mm-hmm. uh, in a log cabin on Sinking Spring Farm near Hodgenville, Kentucky. So he's in Indiana, but the part of Indiana that is, uh, when it's, it's so, it's so bad Indiana that the best reference point is a place in Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Was it one of those things where like everybody, everybody from his family like worked in Kentucky, but the taxes were lower in Indiana. (laughs) It's all lived over there. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, been there. sure. Sure. He was born, uh, his dad was named Thomas Lincoln, and his mother was Nancy Hanks Lincoln. Um, And we're going to go through some history here. This now, I just want to be clear, this is not a history-forward podcast. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, if anybody's, like, you know, studying about Lincoln or anything like that, do not use, no. This is not your source material. Absolutely not. Anytime we come across any sort of a speed bump on the podcast, we just blaze right past it, throw a random number at it, and just... Mm-hmm. put in the rear view mirror. That's right. <laughs> so, oh, how many children do you have? Uh, four. 17. Anyway, he moved to uh Illinois. Actually, he did have four and that was really good. Are so, you <laughs> <he did. laughs> well, never uh, mind, kids. You can, you can go buy it. I sh- not at the same time. They birthed that four. That would be really hard to do. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't have four all at once, I don't think ever. Did they have four at any given time? That's what I'm. I'm that's what I'm trying to say. Is I don't you do, think you're doing they, the math. Okay, I don't yeah. think that all four were. They yeah, they didn't coexist. The stroller. Okay, yeah, because this was the early 1800s. Yeah, um, that might not be true though. I don't know. Again, this is not a. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was a case. president. I mean, yeah, he, he would have had like really good medical care and stuff like. He probably had really good insurance back. I then. I bet. I bet yeah. that that's true. <laughs> that's true. So Thomas Lincoln, Abraham's father. He, he, I, so again, like, I'm sure there is a lot of info to mine here. I didn't do it, (laughs) but, um, he bought up. I'm sure somebody like wrote wrote a book about this Lincoln guy at some point, right? (laughs) I mean, I, I, maybe some, maybe one. Thomas bought up a bunch of farms in Kentucky. Again, even though he lived in Indiana, um, bought a bunch of farms in Kentucky and he, I, I don't know how much he ended up having, but he eventually lost all but 200 acres of that property. How do you lose it? Okay, well, so the, uh, I don't. We're not going to get into the minutia here, but <laughs> like <laughs> it was. Yeah, no, it was over like back land to Mother title Nature or something. Or I don't really know how it works. <laughs> it was reclaimed, and uh, and he respected that. He lost it over land title disputes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, we we've been over a surveyor, but the surveyor came in, gave a raw <laughs> job, not, came yeah. all the way from Memphis. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how you lose property over land title disputes. I mean, the, the world must've been so wild back then. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we have this, con- I have this, I have a title and someone else is mm-hmm. like, ha ha, that was a fake title. I have a title. Yeah. And the courts are like, I don't know. Yeah. Or it could have been one of these things like I have a title. Well, I have a title and a shotgun. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I guess it's your land then. That's <laughs> a little more likely. That's yeah. Yeah, true. Um, the fact that he lost all but 200 acres, everyone's like, ah, you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's a great tragedy, mm-hmm. but fuck man, 200 acres is so much land to have left. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can stay in the middle of it and not see anything. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's in Kentucky, that's mm-hmm. a lot of valuable land. Mm. So anyway, so they did that. Um, which uh, – so – oh, so they then they moved to – this is conf- – I like, – boy. <laughs> <laughs> I am now realizing I didn't do quite enough research even by my standards. I guess <laughs> then my next note is they moved to Indiana. Um So he was born in Indiana maybe after this happened. <laughs> I don't f- – who true. cares? That's who true. cares? Yeah. No, yeah. no one cares. <laughs> they moved to Indiana because of this. I'm just going to say it. After that, Abraham Lincoln was born. Um They moved to Indiana, which was – and I – I say this, uh, as shocked as anyone, uh, that was a free state. Now, you know, Indiana, that mm-hmm. feels like that. I mean, the, the geography suggests free state, but that there's nothing about Indiana that feels free state. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of those, one of those like, uh, Midwestern, you know, screaming for the Texas, Florida title type, yeah. uh, states nowadays. Yeah. like Them, Ohio, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, so Abraham would later say that moving, the reason they moved uh, was partially to do with slavery because Kentucky was a, not a free state um, mm-hmm. partially do with slavery, but mostly land rights. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <you> know, <laughs> appreciate the honesty there. Uh, okay. So he was born in 1809 in 1818. So when he was nine years old, mm-hmm. his mother, Nancy died from um, milk sickness uh-huh. Um, if you had to guess, <laughs> what do you think milk sickness is? I apologize to all of the mothers listening to the podcast, but I'm going to assume it's some sort of infection of like the mammary glands, okay. or okay, you know, like a uh-huh. breastfeeding, like a breastfeeding issue. Because there, there's all kinds of like infections you can get from clogged ducts and things like that. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. Final answer: breastfeeding complication. You answered exactly how I thought you would. Because you are part of the patriarchy and you're part of the problem. <laughs> uh, that's a solid guess, but it isn't correct. Milk sickness, which I also had to Google, uh, is a kind of poisoning characterized by trembling, vomiting, and severe intestinal pain that affects individuals who ingest milk or hmm. meat from a cow that has fed on white snake root plant, oh. which contains the poison trematol. Uh okay. It's a very specific sickness. That must be yeah, like that that's gotta be impossible trying to try and, it's with eighteen hundreds technology, that's impossible to figure out. Oh, absolutely. They must have you thought know. it was witches. Yeah. Hundred uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> percent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh and I don't know how I would be I would be curious to know how um how I don't, it's prolific is probably not the right word. How common hmm. the white snake root plant? I've never heard of this plant before. Mhm. Is it a common thing? Oh. What boy, are your odds I'm, of what are your odds of ingesting milk or meat from a cow who ate white snake root plant in 1818? Mm, I mean it sounds like pretty high if you know president's mother died of it, <laughs> but well now at this point they didn't know that that was if they if the cow had known that she was the mother of a future president, I'm sure it would have uh, it would have sacrificed itself differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was wild. So that was obviously so. This is the beginning of Lincoln's tragedy. Lincoln had a lot of he had a pretty tragic life actually. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the first big one. Uh, about a year later, his dad Thomas remarried to a woman named Sarah Bush Johnston, um, and she was great. Abraham loved her a lot. Like became very much a second mother. So that's a good. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice. That's a nice thing. She didn't drink any milk. (laughs) She was like, fuck milk. I am off milk. No, Mm -mm, thank you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She did, she did the Irish thing where she just drank beer instead of water. I think and milk and stuff. Isn't that a thing? Like in the olden times, they would drink a lot of beer because the water was so bad. They would drink beer instead. I think, yeah. And I think beer was like a way to like preserve a lot of your grains through the, through the winter time. So you still like keep the calories from it and everything like that. And it, keeps for months on end yeah makes sense to me so like nowadays for whatever reason like producing beer in your basement is probably right up there with like cold fusion in terms of how fucking complicated it is i I don't really understand (laughs) anybody that is a brewer or knows somebody who's a brewer knows that 90 percent of their conversations are ways they've fucked up brewing and exploded (laughs) shit in the basement or you know otherwise fucked it up and you think man you know 200 years ago you were relying on your brewing ability with no instructions just like the drunk next door giving you some loose instructions you know uh, on his on his uh, on his way down to the river you relied <laughs> on that the river. you relied to that you relied on that to get you through the winter so uh-huh. <clears throat> well we don't know what that beer tasted life. like Yeah, quite probably awful uh, i can't imagine it was very good Uh, anyway, so, so Abraham loved his new, uh, his new stepmom, his new alive mother. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Mother, mom, mom 2.0, um, liked her a lot. So that wasn't great. Now he, what he did not like was living on a farm. He didn't like working. (laughs) He does. I know. I love this guy. He's great. He's, this is me when I was a kid. Um, and my dad was like, come to work with me on this backhoe. And I would be like, I I don't want that. <laughs> I, I want to read this book. Um, which is what Abraham liked. He he preferred reading and writing. And uh, he preferred education. He liked learning things. Um, and he didn't like hard labor. Mm-hmm. Somehow he still grew to be very tall and strong and very good with an axe. Mm-hmm. And a, and a damn good wrestler, from what I understand. Was, uh, was he some sort of like a champion wrestler? He, I think he did scrap a little. Am I? That's. I think that's true. Is that true? Yeah. I. I've, I. want to say. I mean, we'll. We'll add this in the edits later to make ourselves <laughs> look smarter. But I want to say he was some sort of like world class, like, wrestler or or, or bare knuckle fighter or something like that. He was, he was. He was a vicious guy. I can certainly. I can visualize, and I can visualize a drawing of Abraham Lincoln bare knuckle boxing for sure. Now, the question mm-hmm. is, is that something someone was drew it? from history, or is this <laughs> is this a meme? And I don't or, know the answer to that. Yeah. Or also, was it an organized bare-knuckle fight, or was <laughs> it an impromptu bare-knuckle fight? I don't right. know. Right. Did he just beat the shit out of somebody one yeah. time? Um, hard to say. Uh, but he was very good also with an axe, which is... Um, Memorialized in the documentary Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Do you ever see that movie? I I have not. No, I I I. It's one of those where I was so excited when it came out, and then oh man, it's not nearly as good as, I, as it could have been. I I wanted it to be so fun, and uh, and it's it is fun, but it's uh, I think it, it the the book I think uh, is a little more the fun. The book and, there's a book, right? I'm not making that up, am I? Oh, I, by I, Seth no, Graham I, Graham Green. Maybe. Google. It, it, okay. it just doesn't scream to you the kind of thing that's like based on the novel by... I'm pretty sure... Yeah. Be... yeah okay. So be... okay. Oh, It'll Graham struck me Seth as like... Green. Oh, okay. Graham Seth Green. I got the names picked up, but you get it. The, the book always struck me as like a, like a Freddy vs. Jason type project. You never see, you know, oh, Freddy vs. Jason based on the novel by <laughs> James Patterson. It's, you know, it doesn't really... <laughs> He, oh God, he wishes he could have that IP. He's serious. (laughs) Uh, No, the book was pretty fun because it doesn't take itself too seriously. The movie, I think, like took itself a little too seriously. Mm, But uh, the point got across that he was very good with axes and killed a lot of vampires. Now, 1830 rolls around and the Lincoln family fears another milk sickness outbreak. And you can see why you would be scarred by that. If you oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's like kill the white snake root plant. I don't... It just... Yeah, it I just, mean, maybe this is figured out. Maybe they, maybe it's like people are you know, the are dying. Witches, the witches the, are back. Yeah. yeah. Witches uh, are back. Time to move to the next state over. Yeah. Which is... Illinois. Illinois. There we go. Okay, yeah, That's see. what they do. Yep. It's all coming together. They move to Macon County, Illinois, which is just outside of Springfield. Just to the... East. It's like the... It's like, I think, one county over... East of Springfield. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now the county seat in Macon County is Decatur. Mm -hmm. So it sucks now. So, so at 1830, Oh my God. (laughs) Can you imagine? So it's not like a bustling metropolis, but, uh, but they liked it. Um, Oh no, they didn't. Because in 1831, they moved again. <laughs> let me skip ahead. Let me skip ahead. Yeah, let me read my notes here. Uh, no, then in 1831 year later, Thomas decided to move the family to Cole's County, mm. which I I looked up on the map, and I it's closer to the Missouri border. It's closer to Hannibal, hmm. um, which is fun. Uh, is that right? No, that's later. Fuck man, these I'm I'm not built for research. <laughs> Again, nobody, (laughs) nobody knows this Lincoln guy. Nobody's going to double check this. I really wouldn't worry so much. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So Abraham had grown distant from, from his father, Thomas, uh, apparently due in part, uh, by Abe's own admission, due in part to his father's lack of education. Hmm. You hate to hear that. That's yeah. uh, I mean, that's,
1: that sticks a little bit.
0: Yeah. 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 That's a little, uh, some elitism, elitism at work there. Mm -hmm. That's not cool. Um, but the family, so the family moves to Coles County. Uh, but Abe was like, actually, I don't think I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Now he was 22. So uh, yeah, that's, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. It's not like he was like eight years old. But like no dad, yeah. <laughs> you're dumb. I'm leaving. I'm going back to Decatur. So <laughs> people understand me. So he goes out on his own and he moves to new Salem, Illinois, Mhm which is west of Springfield. And this is the one that is too, not too far from, uh, from Hannibal, Missouri. Okay. Now, it's a 30-minute drive by horse that is uh, approximately... Like a week, minimum. Eight, yeah. eight years? Yeah. I, don't yeah. I don't know how fast <laughs> horses go. It's, it's like three horses. It's like <clears> three <throat> horses to get from yeah, the Springfield, New Salem. Yeah. I want to note, the. I did some additional research here, just uh, just so everyone knows, that he lived there until 1837. Now, Mark Twain was born in 1835, so it is not impossible that Abraham Lincoln met baby Samuel Clemens. Mm-hmm. Or was point. the father of baby Samuel Clemens. Oh, That's shit. where I figured we were going. Seriously? <laughs> no, yeah. But... <laughs> this is like the whole uh, Fidel Castro, maybe the father of, um... Fidel Castro might be the father of Justin Trudeau. Have you heard what? this? It's, it's a real rabbit hole, <laughs> and it's almost certainly not true. But there, uh, it's a whole thing. Now, is this is is this like <laughs> is this like Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer type conspiracy, or it's does this actually have some not sort quite of white that insane in that Justin Trudeau's parents, I guess, like did make a a secret visit, and I think his dad was Prime Minister of Canada, also, or what okay. they call it Prime mm. Minister. He was in yeah, charge of Canada. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so during that, I think he and his wife did make like a secret trip to Cuba, and there is like a two day period that's not accounted for. Now, I don't know. I mean, is that Justin, <laughs> Justin Trudeau looks about as about as Canadian as you know maple syrup and a moose? So. Well, I'll tell you, Pat. If you go on the internet, you're going to see lots of people with lots of thoughts about that <laughs> and about <laughs> and <laughs> comparing his photo to Fidel Castro's, and uh, you might be surprised. They might change your hearts and minds. I, it's anyway. A little homework after the podcast. Yeah, That's yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so yes, I suppose it's possible Abe Lincoln could have been uh, Mark Twain's father, and we should we should start that here on this podcast. That's sure. Uh, this is ground zero for for that particular um, uh, new theory. Mm-hmm. What more appropriate first mastodon post for me to put up than <laughs> the wild, unfounded claim? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna test the limits of mastodon tonight. We're gonna yeah. see <laughs> what gets me thrown off that fucker, and it might just be this. I don't know. Uh, well, if you can't tweet that Mark Twain might have been the, the illegitimate child of Abraham Lincoln on Macedon, I I don't want any business on that. Plan. I don't yeah. want to be there. Yeah. Oh, Okay, we have so much more to go. Okay, so, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm still so, I'm still on pins and needles to know like when the ghost shows up. And yeah, all we're not we're not even close. <laughs> <So, laughs> so, um, Abe lived in uh, in New Salem for six years. Mm. And during that time, um, he and some friends would float some goods. I I don't know what, I don't know what these goods are. Again, this is this is more research than I've ever done for this podcast, and it was exhausting. <laughs> they floated some goods uh, down the Mississippi River to New Orleans to sell them. Okay, so he was very Twain-like, actually. Like Twain, I was gonna I think- say like it's yeah, it's everything's really pointing to him being Twain's illegitimate <laughs> father. <laughs> so true. I don't. Um now I read something that said this is where Abe first encountered slavery which I guess might be true cuz he was born um, did he meet a man named Jim by chance? Is that <laughs> <really>? <laughs> Not touching that with a 10 pole <laughs> um, so this is where Abe, he had his real first encounter with slavery was on mm-hmm. these trips down uh to New Orleans and from here on out this is the idea of slavery would uh, would very obviously as we all know famously would weigh on him a lot right um but it was kind of when he was in his early 20s and this really started um he started kind of really really analyzing it because he he started to experience it um in in a small way um throughout his life he had a lot of really you know I I, I don't even know how to say this like he had a, uh, he had a lot of really bad touch points with slavery but like there's no such thing as a good touch point with slavery, so it's yeah. not, you know. But he, he had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of, a lot of times when the 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 institution of slavery kind of crossed over into his life, mm-hmm. and um, really he took it all to heart and impacted him, which mm-hmm. um, obviously he carried with him. There is one story in particular. I, I was looking, and this actually, I was researching this story, this other story, um, potentially as a potential story for the podcast, and it is um, too horrific for the podcast i don't want to okay it, not the ghosts but the way yeah. that the humans actually behaved so mm-hmm. we're not going to do it um but i but it does intersect with lincoln so i'll just give you the um the very loose highlights here um there is a story of a a haunted house in uh in illinois and it has a real name which i didn't write down but it's commonly known as the slave house which is located in, very ironically, uh, the town of Equality, Illinois. <clears throat> so they can fuck right off. Um, the slave house is, um, it's, it's very bad. It's where people were kept um, and bad things were done to them. But what I learned was um, in Illinois, and I was like, well, how was a, a house with the slaves? Because Illinois is a free state. Right. It turns out that Illinois was a free state, but there were a lot of salt mines in southern Illinois. Mm -hmm. And one thing that white people didn't like doing was working in the salt mines because it was really hard work. And so what they devised was this plan where uh, it became legal for them to not own slaves, but they could lease them from neighboring slave States uh, for one year. So, Mm. and it's uh, God. So, and specifically for work in the salt mines, which was horrifically terrible work. So, It's so it, I had never heard this in history and it was really upsetting to, to learn this. You could just rent slaves from Kentucky for a year. And when that year was over, you would just then rent new, new people. Wow. Which is, you know, I, it's, that's horrifying. It's horrifying. Um, so there was this house where, um, the, the, I'm going to save you from the knowledge that I now have of what happened in this house. Mm -hmm. but, the um one of the upshots is the uh, the 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 attic was kind of turned into a holding area let's mm-hmm. say um and during while it was going while it was being used for this purpose uh Lincoln actually stayed in that house during his travels like the the homeowner was like a wealthy landowner and mine owner mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he invited Lincoln into his house and said, yes of course and then they stayed on the main floor while the slaves were um chained up in the attic um, and Lincoln apparently had a lot of this sort of experience where he was like, what, this is not, yeah. you know, this is this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this sort of thing happened to him all throughout his life. So all this is to say, so he experienced, you know, this was a, a another form of kind of the brutality and tragedy he experienced. Like obviously it was much more tragic for the people who were mm-hmm. actually experiencing slavery, but this was part of kind of Lincoln's story about, um, where like it, the heaviness that kind of settled on him. Mm-hmm. So that broke his heart. We know his mom already died. Um Speaking of the matters of the heart, there is a, <laughs> I stumbled across this entire Wikipedia page dedicated to the sexuality of Abraham Lincoln that talks about whether or not he might've actually been gay. Mm-hmm. I didn't go into that page because I <laughs> <laughs> just, there was, there's, there's no time, <laughs> no space. <laughs> um But, uh, yeah. It's a different podcast. <laughs> it's a different um, podcast. Season two, though, I don't know. I, who maybe, knows if season maybe. two ends up? Yeah. But um, speaking of the sexuality of Abraham Lincoln, <clears throat> sure. His first real—we all know he married Mary Todd, but his first real love interest was Anne Rutledge, um, and he was very much in love with her, and they were in a very serious relationship. They would have been engaged almost certainly. I mean, everyone was like, "Ah, this is this is the it couple." Mm-hmm. It, sure. Um, yeah. But Anne unfortunately died in eighteen thirty five <laughs> of typhoid fever. Ah. Oh, well, at least it wasn't the milk thing again. That's right. So that it's makes you like God, that would like turn you off milk forever. So she dies. That's hard for that's that's not good for him. Mm-hmm. It's also yeah. not good for her. Um Yeah. <laughs> but but it's not good if something for Something that comes him. on at the bottom of this is definitely Ms. Rutledge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he dated some other people after that, but they never really clicked. Uh, Mary Owens, you know, oh, actually it's a good story. He met Mary Owens. They dated for a while. He told her they could be in a real relationship if she moved to new Salem to be where he was. Mm -hmm. So she did and it didn't go great. So in, uh, like not too long after she did that, Abe, uh, he sent her a letter (laughs) that says (laughs) he sent her a letter that it wasn't, he didn't break up with her. In a letter, but he sent her a letter that said he wouldn't blame her if she decided to end the relationship. Oh, that's that's <laughs> come on, Abe. Yeah. Oh man, um, uh, she did not respond to that letter, mm. which good you know good for her. Yeah, yeah, good on her. <laughs> anyway, eventually in 1839, Abe met Mary Todd mm. in Springfield, Illinois. Now their relationship was actually really interesting, um, and it's where we start to finally get into. The ghost side of things. Finally, right? <laughs> <laughs> they were engaged the year after they met, so mm-hmm. pretty quick. And the wedding, no, but I get eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, this you is you gotta move. You gotta move. One you know, year there's... is potentially twenty eight percent of your life, so yeah. you gotta, yeah. you gotta go. Yeah, the... you, yeah. he's Like checking Mary Todd for like milk poisoning and typhoid every morning. Like, you still good? He's still good. Okay, all right. Wedding's tomorrow. He's still good. Okay. You know about typhoid? You know how that works? Uh, I, I mean, it's bad and it kills people and it's like a, <laughs> I think I don't know. the whole. So it's like an intestinal thing, I think. Also, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know the story of Typhoid Mary? Of of course, I know the story of Typhoid oh and Mary. God. That's pretty much the only like the only like link to typhoid I really would have. It's just the story of. It's typhoid the most Mary. amazing story because she was she was like basically immune to it, right? But she carried it. Yep. and just yep. like. Worked from like it, house to house to house cooking, yeah. and I guess not cleaning her her hands after bowel movements is all I can think. It was. I mean, it, it was. It, I mean, it, it's apparently so contagious that she was just literally just giving it to people constantly with just like with radi- no knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. She she was. A, I, I, I want to say she was a cook. She or, was a cook. Yeah. She was. Yeah. She, she was a cook, and I. Yeah, and I. I like it was ripping in it into the stew. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, again, it, at that time, they didn't necessarily have, you know, hand sanitizer on, on every desk. So, but yeah, it was, yeah, I loved, loved the story of Typhoid Mary. He's super contagious, though. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so. <laughs> um. But different Mary here, right? Yeah, this is not, this is not that Mary. <laughs> so they were uh, engaged and the wedding was set for January 1st, 1841, 'Cause they got to get married on a holiday, like real assholes. I God just fucking damn. hate weddings on holidays. Yeah. Don't well, you, hate you all weddings have on holidays? off work, so I figured it'd be more convenient for yeah, you. God we'll damn we'll it, able. Abe. Yeah. This is what's my your, sober up day. Uh, and what's your uh, what's your anniversary, Pat? It's uh it's sometime in September. Wait, is it early September? Or early September. It is. is it it's, September uh, it's, it's early um, September. It's like but not the first, it's like somewhere in the- it's like um <clears throat> Labor Day, I think is um so it was actually the day before Labor Day. <laughs> but, I mean, you guys were all off work, it's not so I figured it would be more convenient for you. <laughs> I can never enjoy my Labor Day ever again because I have to remember to send you a text that says, Happy Anniversary. Mm-hmm. And that's the cross I bear now. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah. 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 It, it, I, I stay up all day waiting <laughs> for that text to come through. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you know it's actually mm-hmm. your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so they were set for January 1st, but the wedding was canceled at Abraham's request. Really? Mhm. The reasons for this are so Mary Todd's whole thing is pretty complex. What I have been able to glean again based on very little research. So please don't <laughs> please please don't give this any weight or credence, but I'm pure skimming of the I, film Lincoln I, with Daniel Day-Lewis. I really I got through about 45 minutes and this is where the podcast starts. So <laughs> Sally was so good in that, but I think what she was really her? She was very subtly hinting at was that Mary Todd was very complex. It was Sally. It was uh, Sally Field, right? She played Mary Todd. in That oh, I, I, I don't remember. Uh, I don't I remember. You know King what? I'm just gonna leave it in. I'm not gonna check. I'm just gonna leave it in. <laughs> Sally Field played Mary Todd, and uh, Final so <laughs> what I have gleaned is that uh, Mary Todd was actually a much more complex person than history books give her credit for. Um, and I think they give her a lot of credit because of the hardship that she went through and that the whole family went through and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously sport, this is a bit of a spoiler for the end of this episode, but, um, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, her husband was assassinated. Uh, and I think that was hard on her also. Hot. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. If this is the first time you're hearing about that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Did they arrest All the guy? Right. Well, <laughs> that's a, Well, it's a whole, that's a different episode. Um it's literally a different episode because uh John Wilkes Booth's ghost apparently haunts some places. We might we might come back to that. Mm, interesting. But um the what I am gleaning is that so they in hindsight um apparently Mary Todd was what they call emotionally unstable, she had a really explosive temper. Some some people think now, like some experts think now looking mm. back, it's likely she had undiagnosed bipolar disorder. Mm, okay. Um she so she her she and abraham had a hard time kind of connecting is kind of and like a lot of people who study her and Mm -hmm. their relationship which i i linked to an episode or a a story in the show notes um specifically about that uh the consensus sort of seems to be that they didn't actually have a very strong relationship Mm -hmm. so that's too bad interesting yeah so he's see so so he's already like broken it off with a few different women in really abrupt ways, but well, Mary I Todd, mean, I would say work. that, um, fate broke one of those off for him. Well, okay. By yeah, yeah. Murdering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you lose one of tie for you. Like, okay. So you're, and she was like the one too. So that's sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so then, you're saying that Mary Todd Lincoln was a rebound was a rebound date. I'm not saying that. (laughs) I mean, you're insinuating pretty hard. I am. My understanding from the research I have done is that that might be true. TMZ claims. (laughs) Um. Look at these outrageous photos. Uh, But so for, you know, but they, they obviously there was something there because they got married. They did get married. They reconciled. (laughs) They married on uh, November 4th, 1842. So almost two full years later, they were like, you know what? You know what? Let's just do it. Let's, just, let's go. Um, One final note on <laughs> how tumultuous their relationship may have been was uh, apparently while Abe was preparing for the actual wedding ceremony, someone asked him where he was going. And he said, quote, this is a direct quote mm-hmm. from Abraham Lincoln, to hell, I suppose.
2: <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> it's, you know, it's tough. It's tough. now it was Mary who would bring spiritualism into their lives which as I said has opened it will open the door uh, as we'll see for the ghosts Uh, so they get married they do their thing they start having children as you intuitively pointed out they had four that's Mm -hmm. very good nicely done Mm -hmm. Um, they had four children but uh, only one of them would actually live to what one internet site called quote maturity Ooh. So it's not great. It's not great, especially like even in this time when it's you're. It's a real roll of dice. Like you know, yeah, quite a you few. Figure, yeah, you, yeah, I figure you'd be do- doing better than one out of four. Yeah, that's not good odds. Um The first was Robert. He was born in 1843. Uh, he was the one who survived. Hmm, he, okay, he got to be um, at the ripe old age of something. I don't know. Again, yep. did research until, that. Yeah, um, seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Eddie was born. In 1846, and he died in 1850. Mm. It's like four years later he passed on, which um, you know, there's no there are no jokes here because that's yeah horrific. Uh, And he probably died of tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people back then probably did like a thing. Uh, Their third child, Willie, was born on December 21st, 1850, which is the same year that Eddie passed on. Mm -hmm. Um, And he. (laughs) <laughs> so I have typed in a typo here. <laughs> I can't even, okay so what I have in my <laughs> Jesus what I have in my notes is <laughs> Willie was born <laughs> what I have in my notes is Willie was born on December 21st, 1850, and died of a deer on February 20th, 1860. <laughs> now, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can I guess? Died please. Of a, died of, um, you died guess of while I Google. Please. Okay. <laughs> please. He died of a deer. So he died of a. Mm, I'm going to say maybe a. Maybe a beer. Yeah, perhaps. Can, yeah. We've had a discussion, there about yeah. how beer was. Yeah. yeah. Poor quality, lethal <laughs> beer. Oh, my God. Uh, maybe a door. Maybe a door just closed and just, just cut him in twain. You know, I don't know. You know. It's possible. It's yeah. definitely possible. Yeah. I'll tell you, I just Googled it and I. Did it. He died of typhoid fever. How did you fucking misspell <laughs> typhoid fever as deer? That's... I mean, spell check has. Has done me dirty on this for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know what I typed oh. to get a tear. Oh, god! Oh. Uh, no, <laughs> he died of typhoid. Okay, well, I mean, that's more reasonable, but <laughs> sure. Uh, still doesn't solve the mystery, <clears throat> so. <laughs> God. So that happened in in 1862, and we're going to put a pin in that because that's going to be important in a second okay. because 1862 sure. was yeah. during the White House years, and this is when things kind of ramp up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their fourth son, their youngest son, Tad, was born in 1853. Um, he died in 1871, mm-hmm. so as a teenager. Um, now, it's worth noting he did outlive his father. So as far as Chains, Abraham... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. As far as Abraham knew, um, two of his sons uh, grew to maturity, but um, actually, that's that didn't actually work out in the long run. <laughs> well, well, th- thankfully for Abraham Lincoln, he didn't have to deal with that. He yeah. got he got <laughs> off he got off easy. <laughs> I don't know, uh, you know it's, you gotta you gotta find you gotta find your bright side. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so now there. Okay. So we're gonna make a jump here. There's a Lincoln did a bunch of stuff. He yes, I'm more quite quite famously. Yeah, he did. He did all kinds. He was a Illinois state representative. He was a U.S. representative. Um, We're skipping all of that because that's not our purview here. Um, Uh, Straight to the hat. Just the hat. That's all this is about. The hat was haunted. Okay, wouldn't that be Please great? Tell me. Oh my god. Uh, I wish like that a I a wish that were <laughs> Now, the only thing from here on out that I want to point out about Lincoln's life was that um just cuz I find it very fascinating. I knew he was a lawyer obviously, but I didn't know he was a self-taught lawyer. And law at this point must have been so easy. <laughs> like you could be a self-taught lawyer. This it Can you imagine being someone who needed a lawyer in the mid 1800s and the only option were people who were like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. And you're like, what's your, what are your credentials? I I decided to be a lawyer. Yeah. I, I, am here right now. So are you. (laughs) So I'm your lawyer. Do you know, law? yeah, I read some books, which ones don't worry about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And not only was he
0: self-taught lawyer, but I, I learned some new information. He was actually, he was a prairie lawyer. Which meant that he had lots of, and this is true, he had lots of barge cases. A lot of his cases were about barges on the river. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a fun fact, his work on river law (laughs) uh, (laughs) 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 gave him an idea for a flotation device for the movement of boats in shallow water. And he submitted it for a patent. Mm-hmm. Now, he never commercialized it, but he is the only U.S. president to ever have held a patent. Huh. And it was for Wild. a flotation device for boats that he had an idea for because of all the river law that he worked. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anyway, how many patents wow. do you hold? Uh, Five. Do you... Is that a lot? That feels like a lot. I don't, it, seems, I don't it seems like a lot. Have yeah. any. Is that a lot? Yeah. It seems um, like a lot, but is that a lot? For my line of work, it's about average, I would say. Okay, so we gonna do more? Or? No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's it's a shit ton of work, and there's like no payoff for it. I was so gonna say, do you get like residuals from things that you have patents for? Not not residuals anymore. I got um, initial initial uh, like a one time. Yeah. Was it, you know, it like, good money? Was it worth? It was. It was. Yeah. You know, Pay for Christmas. Okay, that year. that's good. But yeah. 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 It was yeah. decent enough. So yeah, yeah. answer is yeah. yes. I think yeah i would say something yeah but i mean like not commercializing that's pretty stupid <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> that is not good you did all the fucking work to get a patent you should put yeah. that into play uh well it's nice to know too that if you ever like need to pay off you know a credit card or something you just invent something oh yeah that's yeah. easy that's good mm-hmm. that's cool yeah all these ideas upstairs <laughs> yeah one yeah. right. them on paper sending it to patent office at washington (laughs) dc you know the one yeah yeah, you know the one and uh yeah start cashing Mm -hmm. the checks pretty easy great uh anyway so abraham lincoln had one of those and he was a pretty good lawyer uh he won more than he lost i think and then uh he was Mm -hmm. like i won for president because in 1860 people were like hey you should be president and he was like all right uh so that's what he wants else wants to be because things are pretty fucked sideways know if at you've the moment. taking so. the temperature of the country, but yeah. it is. How, here's, here's, hey, Abe, here's what the mm-hmm. temperature of the country is. Yeah. Here's a crystal ball. I want yeah. you to look forward to the year 2022. That's what the temperature of the country is yeah. right now. Do you want to be president? <laughs> <sighs> like at, at, that, at that time, it really seems like if you're worked in a company where they just like no. keep firing like presidents and managers and they just like keep promoting people up from the bottom and the people just get progressively worse until eventually you're just like i, I, guess, I guess we'll promote steve steve's the it's boss steve's now. turn that's kind of it kind of seems like this era of the u.s like boy you you want to be president oh, okay buddy have fun i think this is maybe one of the reasons why lincoln is even to this day like still kind of um, lauded as like maybe the best president of all time mm-hmm. because like in that situation, he was actually someone who was good at it mm-hmm. and no one expected anyone good to actually run for president. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, uh, you know, he does. And obviously famously he wins. Mm-hmm. Now the South does not enjoy that. They, mm-hmm. they didn't, they didn't like him very much. This is going to be news to you, but they didn't like him very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like classical. Like he, he was a very like, joe biden type personality so it's, you can understand <laughs> yeah please explain to me in which ways he was a very joe biden personality oh, i mean just We've like uh, yeah uh you know um very strong-willed um you okay. know yep. uh willing to take a lot of risks um mm-hmm. you know uh liked ice cream um you know like all the things right. that you know you really envision with joe biden you, Yeah, Yeah, classic, classic, classic Biden energy. Yeah, really brave brave character. So, Um, so the South decides they are going to leave before he takes office in uh, which will happen in March, 1861. Dick move. Yeah, (laughs) you're shaking. I thought you were shaking your head like they're not going to they would never. They're not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) They're bluffing. They're bluffing. Ah, They're not bluffing. Ah, (laughs) Did you go to school? Uh, And, you know, again, boy, they sure did. Uh, Mm -hmm. south carolina went first in december Mm -hmm. of 1860 Um, and then by february 1st 1861 so again before he even took office Mm -hmm. florida mississippi alabama georgia louisiana and texas all followed i you know whatever so uh lincoln lincoln's like well i'm you know this this is gonna be fun Uh, (laughs) i can't wait i can't wait (laughs) So day one, it's on. Um it's, I mean, the second he gets into office, civil war is on. It's mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Um this sucks. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. Like you just start the new job. You, oh, walk you just in. start the new job. Yeah. It's orientation like, day. Yeah. You're 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 doing all you're filling out your your i9, you know, you're <laughs> you're watching all the videos, you know, you're mm-hmm. taking the forklift training, all that kind of stuff. And in the back of your head, you're like God, in this first project I have is gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's just awful. So this is all going on for Lincoln, mm. and uh it the, so then while this is all going on, like the country is bubbling over and states are seceding, um, Lincoln is preparing to take office, and it is in that uh that environment that he actually has his first encounter with a ghost. Hmm. Not too long after his election in 1860. So this was before he moved into the White House, before he took office. He, but he had won the election already. He was in Springfield, Illinois, his home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, he was dressing, and he was looking in the mirror. And in the mirror, he saw two faces staring back at him. How many faces do you see looking back at you when you look in a mirror? Mm, I mean... If, if you're looking like at my camera feed right now, I see mine and the cat staring at me. So I okay. see two So I currently. guess that, okay, well, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> kind of undercuts uh, what I was trying to do. Uh, that's but fine. in general, in general, in general, the Usually cat it's is like in a one, different right? room. <laughs> Usually it's just the one. Yeah. Okay. Usually it's just the one. Yeah. So he saw two. Now, one was his own face. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, that Abe yep. face is bright and mm-hmm. shining like the sun. Big old grin. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Famous Famously starry grin he Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh the other face was um an older, paler, kind of sunken version of himself hmm. who looked half dead. Mm-hmm. So it looks so in the like mirror. Yes, yeah, like him in a couple of years. It's him and him it's <laughs> yeah. I mean literally. Yeah. And uh and I'll you think that's funny, but <laughs> Mary, <laughs> who uh who was interested in spiritualism, um interpreted this kind of vision that he had. She was the expert and she said that basically this means you're going to win. You already won this election. You're going to win the next election. Mm-hmm. Two terms, two faces in the mirror. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to survive the second one. Mm. Now, in hindsight, that makes a whole yeah. lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. In the moment, I imagine that was not ideal to hear. <laughs> but that's what she tells him. Yeah. Uh, uh but- what an old timey way to look at elections. Like nowadays you'd <laughs> be like, I get to win the next election? Oh, <gasps> That's great. Well, then they're going to fire you into the sun. I don't care. Who I cares? get to win the next election? I oh will blow up the sun before that yeah. can happen. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's his first kind of encounter with, uh, with, the, with the ghost world, this kind of mm. haunted version of himself from the future, which, as you know, as I mm. hope everyone listening knows, yeah. does, does, come, does come through. Uh, so then they move into the White House. They're dealing with Civil War. It's mm-hmm. very fucking stressful. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in the middle of this, in 1862, again, Willie dies. Oh, in this, I got it right here. Willie dies of typhoid. No, so I they, don't know where deer came from. Yeah. <laughs> <It's, laughs> Copy paste error. It's classic. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, one of the things I learned was that Willie. So Willie was their third-born son. He was, and they all they had four sons. They were all boys. Willie mm-hmm. was a third-born. He was also their favorite, which is that's what you, a tu- what, what? It's, it's a tough hit because yeah. not only did they have three other sons, yeah, but they had also lost one other son at this point. Like <laughs> he was not even their only deceased son. Yeah. <laughs> so and they're and they're already like ranking them. I mean, yeah, well, that's really not fair. Like one of them was only here for a little while. It's right. not fair at all. So I. But apparently, like every historian is like. They, he was the favorite and they were very open about that. Mm-hmm. And I that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um for the rest of them. But um Willie, so but they, they loved Willie the most. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. maybe he, maybe the other ones was kind of shitty. I mean it's, it's I mean, possible. I are, mean 'cause hey it, like there are shitty kids. There's so much stuff going on right now in his life, like dealing with the war and the and the ghosts in the <laughs> mirror and stuff like that. Like maybe the other ones was being really shitty, but like, you know what, you're the only one that actually listens that's when true I, I mean it might not take that much to be like you are the favorite because you're yep. the only one who was not screaming all the time yep. or like <laughs> <laughs> who throwing is not shit dead. on the floor <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't died oh no <laughs> <laughs> Willie oh, um, okay and then on the big board of sun rankings look like we're gonna take down oh. Willie's name from the top that's going back down to the bottom and uh, oh look who's at the top again Oh. Welcome back, waiting. Robert. I've been waiting <laughs> for this day. If you can outlive Tad, you're gonna win it. And uh and he does. It's <laughs> a real cane naval energy going <laughs> so, <laughs> on inside of this household. Great. Okay. Well, so we're gonna move on from this conversation <laughs> because it's very upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> Willie's death, um, it sent them over the edge. Um it really so he was their favorite which again seems pretty cruel but um but they lost him and they 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 did not know how to handle it so mary actually locked herself away for a month she basically didn't leave her bed for mm. about a whole month yeah um lincoln didn't have the luxury obviously of not doing mm. stuff because he was managing a civil war at the time mm-hmm. but um historians at that point said that he suffered a, a quote melancholy which, you know, <laughs> we're pretty sure now means clinical depression. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty broad term for back. then. Yeah. And again, so he lost his mom. He lost the love of his life. Mm-hmm. He has been like weighed down by the horrors of slavery. He's mm-hmm. in the middle of the Civil War and he yeah, loses he, his favorite yeah. son. Yeah. He's out of fingers on the first hand. He's on yeah. the second hand now. And that's like, that's not good. That's, that's not to good. live. Yeah. yeah. So he, he was a very, he he seemed to have suffered from depression. Mm-hmm. Um and Mary, I think also, and again her, you know, potential additional um um issues mm-hmm. with bipolarism and things. But um so Mary retreated for a while. Uh eventually some of her friends were like, I think you should go see a medium. Because again <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely don't see a therapist through all this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 a no, 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 no. You need to you on the, the other go. side. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. what's a therapist going to do? Willie's dead. You need a medium. Mm -hmm. You need someone who can bring him back. This, this is these are the kind of friends that like when you get diagnosed with like leukemia, they send you to a chiropractor. That's the kind of people that you (laughs) got here. That's the problem. It might be. It's like these are the people who treated um, Steve Jobs for his cancer (laughs) for sure. (laughs) That's not. Oh my god okay sure yeah <laughs> look you started this down this rabbit hole right. so uh the medium so she goes to see a medium on her friend's recommendations mm-hmm. and she went and the medium did in fact bring willie's spirit into the room and mary got to talk to willie mm-hmm. for the first time since he had passed mm. and he yes, asked like am I still at the top of the board? And they were like, (laughs) the the rules of the board days. Yeah. Like we all agreed on the rules of the board and even you agreed on it. And, um, (laughs) that's, that's brutal. I'm really sorry. So Mary Todd, she was floored. She didn't know what to expect. She was into spiritualism, but she had never Mm -hmm. had this experience before. Um, and suddenly Willie was there speaking through the medium. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she started to go multiple times a week. This is a really big coping thing for her. And she, Expensive. yeah, that's president of the United States, dude. That's, yeah, What's that salary? Right. 10 million a year. I think so. <laughs> anyway, so, so she goes, um, weekly or sometimes more than once a week. And she starts telling her friends and family on a regular basis that, um, Willie was quote visiting her regularly, hmm. which, you know, I, it's nice, I guess. Yeah. Whatever gets you through. Yeah. Now this is an interesting side note. Uh, news of the first lady's experiences with this medium spread, as obviously, of course, they would. Mm-hmm. Newspapers are writing about it, and so more and more people across the country are reading about this. And they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, if this is working for the first lady, mm-hmm. this could work for us." Uh, and again, it's a civil war, and so a lot <clears throat> of people have lost a lot of people. I see. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this is like a yeah, like a promotional. Well, type thing. I don't like, know if that's, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that's necessarily why, but <laughs> the effect is when we talk about spiritualism in America being a big thing in the like mid to late 1800s, mm-hmm. the fact that Mary Todd was into it was a mm-hmm. huge reason why it spread through the country. Makes people are like, we're going to do it to connect with you know, the people yep. that we lost. Um, so she had a very large role mm. in uh, the yeah. the spread of spiritualism. Yeah, maybe like if Jill Biden like got really into cheese making, everybody's like, "God!" <laughs> I mean, Jill Biden makes cheese. Oh my cheese. god! I also could I mean, make cheese. I could like I've always been afraid of it. I didn't think it was a real thing, but I guess you can make cheese in your basement now. So I'll and then, like it sweeps the country. So she's so Mary is into into the into the whole in, in, in meeting with the medium and in talking yep. to Willie like mm-hmm. quite often. About a year later, uh, Abe himself actually, and w- the the jury's out on whether he, like, went all in on this stuff or not. Mm-hmm. But we know that he did actually host a seance at the White House in the Red Room. Really? Abraham Lincoln hosted a seance in the White oh. House. People in attendance included Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. unsurprisingly, Mary Todd, uh, two cabinet members who I did not even look for the names of. <laughs> uh, a a list of people, including <laughs> cabinet members, uh, a media, the medium, obviously his name mm-hmm. was uh, Charles E. Shockle. You'll be shocked to learn mm-hmm. that the medium. The is the the medium. There. Yep. And uh, there was also, they invited a Boston Gazette reporter named God, what a great name. Pryor Melton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no notes
0: oh. <laughs> uh during this seance lincoln asked the spirits to guide him in political matters which i think it makes sense like you might as well yeah it's yeah, all the help you get at this point yeah absolutely again mm-hmm. the country is in mm-hmm. it's on fucking fire yeah so yeah. there yeah there are no bad ideas at this point that's right there are yeah it's yeah uh and this wasn't the first time actually that he had done it. It was just the most documented time. In late 1862, so several months earlier, mm-hmm. Lincoln actually met with another medium whose name was Nettie Colburn Maynard. Mm-hmm. And uh and he asked the spirits if he should sign the Emancipation Proclamation. Hmm. I guess they said yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> I mean makes a lot of sense. If you think about the who the the makeup of ghosts in america in the mid 1800s mm-hmm. is probably going to be it's going to be made up of a lot of people who have a vested interest in slavery ending i think <laughs> yeah, it's, not to put too fine a point on it but a particular type of person who really <laughs> is sick of slavery yeah. at this point yeah yeah um so they said yes yes i think yes that's please a, yes please as soon as Thumbs you up. can really <laughs> yeah um, so he did uh so he so Lincoln himself would turn to um to to these practitioners to to help make some really meaningful um state decisions hmm. uh now, <clears throat> as the civil war drew on, Lincoln started dreaming about his own death, and he actually recounted one dream in particular he related to uh, a friend of his where the dream was that he woke up in his bedroom in the White House. Mm-hmm. he could hear people sobbing downstairs like crying just crying crying crying. Mm-hmm. and he was confused so he went down and saw all these people dressed in mourning clothes mm-hmm. crying and he walked into the east room and saw a table and on top of the table was a corpse wrapped in funeral vestments and the body was being guarded by soldiers and so in the dream Lincoln asked soldier, one of the soldiers who is dead in the White House and the soldier answered the president he was killed by an assassin mm-hmm. apparently this level of dream plagued lincoln like quite a lot uh toward the end mm-hmm. i just i don't think he had a very good life yeah <laughs> like i'm i'm glad he was around i think he's he definitely you know, sacrificed a lot of, oh he um, but yes yeah. i mean great that he was there doing this mm-hmm. and also yeah Yeah, very glad that, you know, Steve from accounting got promoted up to the job nobody (laughs) wanted to take. Um, But yeah, eventually even Steve gets fired. So. (laughs) Okay, well, that's an interesting segue. Yeah. So the next note here is that, yes, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln was, as we know, assassinated Mm -hmm. by John Wilkes Booth on April 14th, 1865 while uh, he was watching a play. Which play? uh, Our American Cousin, I think it was. Yeah, it wasn't like chorus line or anything. So, unfortunately, Abraham is now now deceased. Uh, But almost immediately, Mary Todd claimed that she could feel his spirit around. And she would say that his connection to the spirit world when he was alive made it more possible for him to be moored to this plane and to be a spirit. Now, I think, based on what we've learned, Mm -hmm. you and me, on this podcast is uh, unfinished business is such a big thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels I mean that's that's right in the wheelhouse here. Like I, you know, I would I would be shocked if Lincoln weren't a ghost. Yeah. At, at the same time, though, like he's he finished so much business. You know, like they. You think so? Yeah. You know, I think I, I think I yeah. guess he finished the war. Yeah. I mean, I, he finished the I, war. Yeah. You know, signed the good. Emancipation Proclamation. I mean. I would say like, you know, right up until the very end, I think it was, uh, he was, he was ready to take a victory lap. Didn't finish you in the second term. No, no. But I mean, at the same time, what was he gonna do in that second term? <laughs> I mean, yeah. how do you top that? <laughs> that's, good. that's true. But you know, you know, you know what this is called? You know what this is called? in sh- they call this showmanship. Let's go out on top, you know? Okay. That's, that's going to be a tough thing to listen to later when I edit this. <laughs> Oh boy! Second flag in the audio track. <laughs> no, no, I'm up. gonna let that one ride, and I'm gonna <laughs> wait. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna test how long it is before Amy texts me and asks me why I allowed you to say that on this podcast. <laughs> That'll be a fun game for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think this actually. I don't think this ships until what, like two years from now. So I think we've, we've got plenty of time. <laughs> we're pretty far ahead. I don't yeah, know if we're yeah. that far ahead, but we're newer. <laughs> All right, so uh, so she so Mary feels uh, his spirit around, and she begins then to um, to bring him into her life via seance. Mm-hmm. Now this is where we meet a man named William Mumler, Billy Mumler, Billy Mumler, okay. all right, Mumler, Mumler, Mumler. 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 It's a tough okay. name, it Mumler. Just, yeah, I don't like it did we just get to the ghost at uh, 82 minutes by the way just (laughs) (laughs) are you who's counting who's counting so william mumler was a quote spirit photographer and supposedly he had devised a way of capturing and developing photos that showed the spirits of your deceased loved ones next to you if Mm -hmm. they were in fact next to you okay Okay. it's this is like like the like the tupac hologram basically right (laughs) <laughs> sounds what kind of what it sounds like to uh, me. Yeah. Uh, it's not unlike the Tupac it hologram. So is it is different than that? I would say. <laughs> I'm going to send you a link. Uh, okay. This is an article. I'm not asking you to read the article, but look at the uh, the photos. Um, yeah, I'm not going to read an article. But, no. At the top of the page, and this is mm-hmm. some of uh, William Mumler's work. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So. As you would imagine, so this is a man who who would take photos and develop them, and then, as you can see, and you know, if you're listening, just Google William Mumler, M U M L E R, you'll see it. Uh, These are some photos where of of actual human people sitting for photos in the late 19th century, mm-hmm. but there are like whitish, see-through, actual people behind them or next to them. Oh yeah, and this, so this this is what he what he did and obviously a lot of people there were a lot of people who were like oh my god he's photographing ghosts and there mm-hmm. also of course were a lot of people who were like this is a fucking fraud this is a <laughs> scam absolutely not which yeah. of course um but it is interesting I will note that I actually did I read a lot of of this cuz this I this is like fascinating to me so I did read a lot of this and what I learned is that even though a lot of people were like this is a scam um there were a whole bunch of actual photographers who tried to expose him, mm-hmm. Houdini style, like a, to the spiritualists. Yeah, is, it, yeah is, that, is that a photography joke? or? Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, I'm going to say okay. yes. I'm going to say yes, I thought that <laughs> through and that was it. <laughs> um, but none of them <clears throat> could, could figure out how he was doing it. Hmm. So, I, not to say that everyone ended up believing him, but mm-hmm. even the people who were like, this has got to be a fraud, could not figure out. Mm. how that might be perpetrated now could now the, the the subjects like the 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 the, the well-defined subjects of the, the of human the photos, folks yeah the human folks the living right. folk were they like were they in on it i mean well it, we're gonna actually talk about that all right that's a good question because I, I could i could honestly kind of see how you could take one photo uh very quickly and not develop it fully and then take sure. another photo Laid on over top there. of the same photo and just kind of overlay the two um but you would obviously need that person to sort of be in on it. Yeah. Well, so okay, so I'll tell you two stories quickly. One is um there was a photographer at the time who whose name I didn't write down cuz I didn't know you were going to ask me this question. Um <laughs> but <laughs> he was famous for taking the first photo from a hot air balloon, like mm-hmm. the first aerial photo. <clears throat> he was a big deal. Um He heard about Mumler and he was like, we're going to expose this guy. So he went Mm -hmm. to Mumler. Well, he said his assistant first. And the assistant was like, holy shit, he got a photo of me and my dad. And here he is. Like, I did not plan on this. So the photographer himself was like, fuck this, I'm going to go and see what his game is. And Mm -hmm. Mumler apparently was like the whole time. This is, again, we'll link to this in the show notes. This is from the Smithsonian. Um, Mumler was like, you, here's my camera. You can take it apart if you want. Put it back Mm -hmm. together, like just to make sure there's nothing in there. Mumler Mm -hmm. was like, no, I don't think you're smart enough to know how cameras work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he showed him the slides, he showed him everything every point. He was like, You inspect this, you know, mm-hmm. let me know. And Mumler yep. did, and he was like, This all seems fine. And then um he took a photo of Mumler, they were developing it together, and again, like Mumler was like, You can develop this if you want. Mm-hmm. Like, please, you know, my dark room is your dark room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they developed it together. And the photo actually showed a ghost uh of his, I think father one of his family members oh, and this guy wow. was like what the fuck like <laughs> so he was definitely not in on it and he um and he so Crazy. but the second story is so Mary Todd at some point later in her life heard about Mumler and she was like well i've been haunted by i've been visited <laughs> yeah, by my yeah. dear husband who <laughs> i love um she decided to go too but she knew of course like she is you know her husband is the most famous person on the planet at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes to Mumler mm-hmm. in disguise. She's like a big, like, big, 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 flowing, thick dress and mm-hmm. veils over her face. Mm-hmm. Gives a fake name and sits down um, for a for a shoot. And uh, she gets her photo taken by Mumler. And if you look back at that link that I sent you, mm-hmm. the top left, that's Mary Todd. And if you zoom in, you'll see... That ghost standing behind her with his hands on her shoulder—that's Abe. Hmm. Wow. It, it. That is Abe. You're that right. It is Abe. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And the photographer had no knowledge, supposedly, uh, that this was Mary Todd Lincoln. Hmm. That's wild. So, whether or not he was legit, I don't know. Um. But maybe. And uh. And there you can go check out his his photos now. I, I mean, I. I... Can I ask kind of a sensitive question about the photo? No. It's not the right podcast for that. is, this is not the, This American Life. Is Abraham Lincoln naked in this photograph? <laughs> <laughs> take a look. Open Just take a look at the photograph. <laughs> take a look very closely. I got to tell you, I didn't know what question to expect. It was not that one. Uh, <laughs> I really want you to look, and boy. Okay, I'm... <laughs> So I am looking <laughs> I mean, if if you're a ghost that shit, who cares, you know, right? Sure. I mean, wherever you are, you know, up there or down. Up or down I, clothes are not anything you need to be concerned here, about. You know. Here's what I'll say. I cannot definitively tell you that I think abraham ghost is wearing clothes <laughs> i mean i think they the lines suggest that perhaps he's wearing a jacket because he would be more defined he was very good with an axe so you mm-hmm. would see i think some definition some definition there that's fair that's fair i at the same time though i mean it's <laughs> it's it's with with his whole like apparition being nothing but white it really does you you could you could kind of i got to tell you i've you kind of it a little bit i've seen this photo so many times in the last couple weeks researching mm-hmm. this that has never once <laughs> even occurred to me as a possibility and i think it's fascinating it. i yep. cannot and i think it's interesting yep. that's the first thing that uh, comes to your mind it's a bit of a Rorschach test i'll give you that <laughs> but it's... Everybody, all, all the listeners, please click on uh, what I would hope is a, is a linked image in the show notes. Go and to the Smithsonian know. link yeah. in the show notes. Yeah. yeah, let us know if you think uh, if you think it's Abe is being if Abe is being uh, totally honest. If you know what I mean, <laughs> and uh, see what everybody has to say. Can we just finish this episode, please? <laughs> it's been so long. So. <clears throat> so whether or not that photo is real um Mm -hmm. (laughs) there have (laughs) there have been many sightings of uh the ghost of abraham lincoln in the white house so many sightings in fact that the abraham lincoln ghost is now just known as the white house ghost hmm seems a little disrespectful yeah i mean plenty of presidents died in office i'm sure plenty of people died in the white house just doing random shit so like what Oh, I'm sure like, like there's been a million people going through. I'm sure somebody died of a heart attack at some point and like, <laughs> okay. like their ghost gets to haunt, you know, like, a the bathroom, <laughs> yeah, like a the bathroom, like a mezzanine somewhere. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln is, you know, just lounging nude in the oval office somewhere. And everybody's like, yeah, that's, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> really sold on this nudity thing mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, everybody, I, everybody listening. We'll see, you know, we'll, uh, let we'll know. wait till the people yep. Uh, respond. Yep. 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 <laughs> Publish this. Next day we'll do we'll do a little little uh, mastodon poll and we'll just see. I assume they have polls. Yeah, we're on we'll, mastodon we'll Mast- now. Please come to there. Uh, please please spend the next seventeen hours of your life trying to get on a mastodon like we did so you can come take part in this poll about whether or not Abraham Lincoln's ghost wears clothes. Uh, yeah, and in the, in the, in the the secret is in the seventh confirmation email. There is a secret link at the very bottom. That is actually how you get on mastodon. to mastodon. It's worth it. It's worth it when you get on there. But I, is it? Yeah, it's crucial that you don't delete the seventh email. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so here here are some of the reported sightings of Abraham Lincoln's ghost in the White House. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right, rapid fire. Here we go. Grace Coolidge, wife of Calvin Coolidge, Mm -hmm. uh, saw Abraham Lincoln standing at a window in the Oval Office looking out over the Potomac. That could that could totally be done nude easily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know how how low those windows go. I don't know if that's like a exposure, a junk exposure to the Potomac mm-hmm. or not. It could be, yeah. Could be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be for him. Could be for everyone. Um, during FDR's presidency, there was a lot of activity. Uh, at one point, Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands stayed at the mm-hmm. White House. She, while she was sleeping, she was awakened in the night by a knock at her door. She opened the door and saw <laughs> President Lincoln standing in the hallway. Again, again, please, please look at this through the lens of Abraham Lincoln, six foot seven, you know, yeah. bearded, yeah, buck ass naked, no, knocking well, on the door. <laughs> See, I think well, that could give credence to the next line of that, which is she fainted. Well, who so <laughs> wouldn't? <wooden. laughs> Will you please stop spreading this rumor that the ghost of Abraham Lincoln? (laughs) Look, I'm saying, yeah, until until Elon shuts me down, I'm just going to (laughs) keep spreading whatever I can here. Oh, boy. Uh, So, Queen Wilhelmina saw him in the hallway. She fainted. One of FDR's valets Mm -hmm. ran screaming from the White House after he saw Lincoln's ghost. Scared him so much, he ran out of the White House screaming, apparently. Mm -hmm. And uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. She used Lincoln's bedroom as her study, which feels disrespectful. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, yeah. What are you doing in there exactly? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and now she never claimed to see the ghost, but she often said that she felt him standing and looking over her shoulder. <laughs> uh, we're going chronologically here. I think I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't research all these presidents to see where they fall. I just relying a lot on I Wikipedia's guessed. organization here about. <laughs> yep. Uh, Winston Churchill, mm-hmm. not a president, mm-hmm. he so he never actually discussed Lincoln's ghost. Never said that he saw a ghost or anything. But when he stayed at the White House, which happened you know every once in a while, he was always put up in the Lincoln bedroom, which at this point was no longer a study yeah. <laughs> for <Yeah>. Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> uh, so he would go to he would, they would he would go to sleep there. But most mornings they would find him actually sleeping in the room across the hall instead. So he would change rooms in the middle of the night. He would not say why. (laughs) Like assassins? Yes. Assassins. That seems like a rational Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Dwight D. Eisenhower once passed Lincoln's ghost in the hallway. Mm -hmm. He was walking and he saw Lincoln walking toward him and apparently he worked very hard to be cool about it and not freak out. Because he wanted to look i guess smooth in the uh in the eyes of the former president mm-hmm. uh Jackie Kennedy pretty mm-hmm. famously redecorated the White House and when she did that and renovated some things uh she apparently thinks that she stirred up Lincoln's ghost because as that was going on uh she from that from that time on she could feel his presence regularly hmm and it, apparently it's uh there was some point in, in when Lincoln was president, Mary Todd was like, I'm going to put wallpaper in this room. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. <laughs> why would you waste money? Yeah. There is that's a war on should, right now. Yeah. That's yeah. not, yeah. And you so really I want the puppy dog wallpaper <laughs> in our bedroom. <laughs> right. Buzzkill. So, you know, Jackie's going around and, uh, and tearing things up. It makes sense. He would, uh, mm-hmm. he would have something sure. to say about that. Uh, Lady Bird Johnson uh claimed she felt Lincoln sitting with her while she mm-hmm. watched a documentary about his death. L- Lincoln must have some kind of like a musk to him because it's always his like presence, you know. Like it's yeah. like he's over my shoulder, I can I can feel him. Unless again, the nudity is just, you know. <laughs> it's the raw sexual power that's really <laughs> it's really uh like cuz you'll notice the ones yeah. who who only sense him, they are mm-hmm. women. I, so. I it's yeah. I mean, and 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 men that run screaming from him. So he is some sort of <laughs> some sort of overpowering overpowering sexual figure haunting the White House. Again, let I, me know I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know well, what i am taking all a wrong turn. Tweet it, Patrick. Please <laughs> if we have any thoughts about this. Dwight D Eisenhower was so threatened by the size of a uh, ghost Lincoln's member that mm-hmm. he was just like, "I I can't." Um Where are we? Oh, Gerald Ford's daughter, Susan, saw Lincoln's ghost at one point and therefore, thereafter, would never go into the Lincoln bedroom. She would call Hmm. it that room and she would not go back because she saw the ghost there. Hmm. Uh, And uh, (laughs) lastly, here, Ronald Reagan's dog, Rex, would bark a lot at a thing. And Ronald said, That's probably Lincoln's ghost. So, like, knowing how Reagan ended up, he. I. It, it could have been Reagan barking at shit in the White House for all Boy, I know. So. It's, it's so I, it's interesting because I did think about putting that in here as a joke, and I thought that's beyond the pale a bit. Yeah, but then, then, you, here, then you came in and you swooped in, and, and I love that. <laughs> I set this softball on the tee, and I decided I didn't want to hit it. <laughs> I was right. going to let my co-host take a good swag at it. You did. You did a great job. Uh, so that is the story of Abraham Lincoln and uh, his history with ghosts and how he now is a ghost today. And if you go take a mm-hmm. tour of the White House, you might actually see uh, the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. Several mm-hmm. people have claimed that they have done so. That mm-hmm. could be you. You want to go see Abe's, uh, Abe's ghost? It sounds like it's pretty intimidating, and uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that that much musk in my life. (laughs) Now, if you see the ghost, you could just take your clothes off, too, and then challenge (laughs) him to a nude off. And, uh, you know, the ghost would respect that energy, I think. (laughs) Anyway, if you would like this Mm -hmm. podcast (laughs) about how Mm -hmm. naked Abraham Lincoln was a lot as a ghost, uh, (laughs) if you could leave us, uh, you could rate and review. That would be awesome on whatever platform you listen. uh, That would be really great we are working on some ways for you to connect with us more directly. Like I said, we're going to get a, an email address here shortly. Uh, and we've got a couple interesting things in the works that, uh, we'll, we'll share when they are actually real things. Hmm. Uh, Patrick is looking at me like he doesn't know what I'm I have no idea what they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited though. I'm, ex- I'm as excited as you guys are. <laughs> Patrick knows about them. He's just forgotten. Um, but thank you all really for listening and you know if you want to tell your friends that would be really amazing but we're so glad to have uh, a shockingly high number of people listening. This is great and uh, we'll keep doing our thing so you can keep doing your thing and listening and telling Patrick whether or not you like uh, the idea of naked Abraham Lincoln Ghost. What's your uh, Twitter handle Patrick want to share that here or? uh it's it's uh at um, Elon naked Musk. Abe. <laughs> yes, at oh. naked Abe on the Twitters <clears throat> I think I think that went well.